Cut the Crest presents The Screening Room So um, we're back in the screening room uh, today to talk more about Elliot Ashton and uh, and his life and his achievements. Uh, last week, I spoke to um, his friend Ben McLeod, who uh, did a he he was the actor who did all the voices on Attack of the Aliens. Hopefully you hopefully you watched that with us um, today. This week, I'm joined by Catherine Taylor, uh, another old uh, old friend of Elliot's. Um, they worked together on the same project as well, but. Uh, I'll let Catherine tell us more about it. Um, so, Catherine, uh, you are British, but you're based in LA now. Yes, uh, I've been in LA, LA for about five years. Oh wow! Okay, um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to do this. Um, I know we were supposed to record earlier, but you were so you were working uh, on the Oscars. So basically, <laughs> uh, we're we're recording this some. Well, we're recording this a few days after the after the Oscars, but you're probably listening to it about two weeks after. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate you finding time to do this, Catherine. Thank you. I'm, I, I'm really happy to talk about Elliot. Wonderful. Um, so you guys worked together on uh, Attack of the Aliens. The film came out in 2010. Can you tell me, what was your, what was your involvement? Um, I shot behind the scenes. Um, Elliot used to work at a post house called One Post, and that's where I originally met him. I was uh, the receptionist when um, he was doing a lot of DI, and so um, he knew that I wanted to get more into production, so he gave me the opportunity to shoot the behind the scenes. Oh, wow, amazing. Okay. Um, all right. So then, how did uh, I mean? Because this is an animated film. So how do you, how do you shoot the behind the scenes for for <laughs> layman? I suppose. I mean, what are you, would you, were you filming uh, Ben doing all the ADR? Were you what what was what was uh, involved? Well, um, I actually enlisted a friend to come and help me who has great uh, graphic skills as okay. well, which was really helpful. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I knew Elliot from before he had the idea for it and also Gaia, who was one of the um, animators on it and um, because we all worked at the same place. So I kind of heard it come together. He'd say, hey, I have this idea for this thing. Um, It's going to be aliens. And then like the next (laughs) (laughs) it would be this. The other thing. So yeah. I got to there as it was coming along. And then yeah. obviously with animation or something like this where you have original character design, yeah. that's forever. So as he was having his sessions with Gaia where they were brainstorming and they were coming up with different um, looks for the aliens, yeah. I went to um, – Gaia used to live in what we used to call the castle, which was um, Simon Le Bon's old place in, okay. uh, in South London. Right. Uh, which is this crazy sort of castle in the middle of nowhere, but she she had like a, like a little tower or something. Yeah, what, an actual yeah. castle. Oh, I, I, I don't know. No, I think it was like a modernist kind of castle or something. Right. I have to look it up because I, I I can't remember whatever happened. But she had her area was designed sort of rounded mm. like a turret. Oh wow! And, okay. Uh, yeah. So I think 
yeah, I have to look it up. Was it Woolworth Castle? Something like that. I, right. Yeah, I'll have to find you pictures or something. Okay. Anyway, so we went out there, Elliot and I, a few times. And uh, when he had his meetings with her and they were discussing it and, yeah. you know, going through what they wanted to do. And um, Guy is actually very, very fast okay. with uh, animating. So as he'd be talking, she'd be drawing and she'd be putting them up and then he'd be guiding oh, wow. me and stuff like that so I did a lot of filming of computer screens as drawings were coming along as they were evolving and uh interviewing them and just listening to them talk um okay. so that was how it originally started and um then I met Ben and also yeah. his dad who was involved in the film somehow I can't oh wow okay you didn't mention that I'm not sure how he was involved yeah. but maybe yeah. he's friends with Elliot something like that but right. I met Ben, and funnily enough, about a month later, yeah. I was working on a um, uh, what was it? An advert, a commercial, mm-hmm. and um, Ben turned up. So that was quite funny. Oh right. And, um, yeah, he was the actor for that as well. And they, we'd been really nervous because okay. he was supposed to be like a little kid kind of teenage actor, and he was going to be drinking beer and stuff. And then Ben turned <laughs> up. He was actually, twenty-one. We were like, oh wow, never mind that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a coincidence. So yeah, um, Ben and Elliot, like they they had mm. a really good shorthand. Um, they tried a lot of stuff out. It was amazing because as soon as Ben sort of started talking and and recording, you could feel the characters. Yeah. Um, which is because Elliot spent so much time with him beforehand, working with him and yeah. and re- nailing and answering all of Ben's questions and stuff. That's oh, that's incredible. I mean that that is quite nice when uh, I guess an actor gets. To have that time, I've been because I've done a bit of acting myself, and I've been in that situation where you don't necessarily get that much time, um, if any, with the director, yeah. and uh, or you just don't get any direction, and you're kind of left to your own devices, and then you're constantly sort of questioning yourself, you're like, oh, was that good enough? Is that what he wants? <laughs> you know, is it is this all going to get cut in the end? Or uh, yeah, so that that's incredible. I suppose Elliot was always, um, yeah, he was. Everything he did from, I mean, my, my working relationship with him was kind of non-existent. We, we sort of met each other through our mutual love of Star Wars. But um, I would sort of uh, uh, go to him when I had questions about certain things or if, I, if we had a script or whatever, and I'd sort of get him to sort of proofread stuff and to see if yeah. I was on the right um, track. And he was always, uh, he'd always just get, into it like he'd always be really involved it, it nothing was ever wishy-washy like oh yeah it's okay you know you know yeah he doesn't he doesn't do small talk well oh. and that was the first thing one of the first things i noticed about him because working yeah. in the industry yeah. you're expected to do a certain amount of small talk yeah and just hit it off instantly because i'm yeah. not very good yeah. at it either right. so so um so yes yeah, so, so like he just came over to the desk and he stared in that kind of weird way he had right. and, uh, you know what i mean yeah. and uh, and i sort of smiled and then we just started talking and we just talked forever and um yeah. he took me up um because at the time we were doing um the di i think on two terry gilliam films tidelands oh, wow. okay. and uh the brothers grim okay i can't remember what elliot was doing on them but he took me up and uh he was showing me the DI and stuff. And it was amazing, yeah. like the changes and the things they were making on the brothers. I think it's the brothers Grimm. Right. Um, but that was our that was our big product at the moment, and everyone was very excited because it was yeah. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. And um, and yeah, so so he was really kind because everyone sort of knows that you have an interest, but not everyone's prepared to show you around. And, yeah. 
answer all of your questions and especially if uh, as I was probably worse back then as like a child who was because why because why and Elliot you know he can he can he can answer anything you want in whatever depth you want and yeah he he was really kind yeah um yeah he yeah he was he was definitely um yeah definitely kind I was uh yeah that's that's the word I mean when I first met him, um, it was to uh, I was exhibiting at this uh, Star Wars show that he did the the okay. Star Wars stuff. Yeah, and I think it was like the second one or what. Um, it was the one basically where he uh, he arranged for Stuart Freeborn's um, the sculptor's uh, plaque on his house, the blue plaque. And uh, okay. I mean, I, the guy, you know. Even the night before, because I was kind of panicking, and I, I'm one of these people who I just yap on and on and on, and I kind of, you know, to the point of where I'm just harassing people, and then I sort of have to take stock and step back and say, okay, maybe I'm a bit full on, and and I was, yeah, so I, I was on the lead up to the show, even up until the night before, and actually that morning, I think, you know, I was messaging him and not really expecting responses because I figured, you know, the guy's probably up to his eyeballs and, you know, he's um, he's stressed and he's got to get this show sorted out. And yet he still, he was still responding and sort of, um, yeah, he was still engaging, you know, like, and, I, and I've still got all those, that thread and I, I was just reading it uh, not too long ago and thinking, bloody hell, man, this guy, he gave, <laughs> he gave you his time, I've got to say. I was like, yeah, yeah and he, had, he had very diverse interests. I mean, yeah. the number of times I've been the, to the gym with him to like have coffee or something from yeah. the gym. Right. And, uh, I don't, I didn't use his gym or anything, but yeah. he'd be working out and he'd be on a strict regime. But yeah. you know, have a half an hour break there, so that's where you come and chat. Yeah. Um, he just knew like all of the trainers, uh, everyone, and lots of people who had really specific interests and people who I'm sort of still friends with to this day. And I'll, yeah. you know, just think about how disparate the different worlds he inhabited were. Mm. Yeah, I mean. I only really met his art world um, friends, but I, I, I guess the the furthest out was uh, one of his friends. Uh, is it Mark? I met him once. Uh, that he he sort of headed up, or probably still heads up the Lego floor on uh, in Hamleys. I remember he <laughs> said to me, "Oh, let's go." Uh, he goes, "Oh, the Lego, I've got this thing. Let's let's go check it out." The, and you can build your own Millennium Falcon. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And I wasn't really even into Lego then, but soon after, I have to admit, the obsession kind of started. And I, and I do partly blame him for that, actually. Uh, and it was it was hilarious because um, I ended up just sitting there with like a couple of these kids just making Lego Millennium Falcons while he just kind of stood there and. <laughs> watched i looked up at him at one point and he kind of smiled and i thought oh this dude's just like judging me man but uh, it was uh yeah i was like this is your fault elliot i mean yeah yeah no completely i used to uh, the first year i was with my boyfriend we went into hamley's because he needed yeah. to get uh presents for his niece and nephew and i yeah. said well what are we getting and he said oh oh no and then I went, oh, wow, look at this. And the first toy I went for, he was like, that's it. That's what we're getting them. And oh, like, that's amazing. I'm an adult, I'll have you know. But, yeah, <laughs> Elliot and I were always good with that. So we worked in Soho, so we would we'd yeah. wander down to Hamleys. And yeah. they have much better toys now than we were kids. I mean, we had some classics, but, yeah. you know, they 
they have some crazy stuff too and yeah it's almost just I like to think of it as an anthropological thing to look at <laughs> the developments in in toys oh, because of course, it yeah. affects society and not at all about playing with the remote control stuff yeah yeah that's a reason I I give all the time it's not that I really like to play with lego yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah Do you I think and you're like, well, now I'm really going somewhere. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I'm, I'm, uh, I'm far too dumb for that. I, I remember when I was a six-year-old, I, I was given Lego Technics. I think Technics had just yeah. become a thing. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what is this? You people are trying to force me to become an engineer. I just want to draw <laughs> and and build, you know, little spaceships and stuff. But yeah, no, no, that exactly was... what an engineer does. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah, ironically, I guess. I was like, no, simple, simple spaceships. I mean, look at this thing. I made it out of three blocks. Um, yeah, that that was, uh, God, I, I, I really, um, I think that's why Elliot and I kind of hit it off because, yeah, my, my interests are kind of all over the place as well, I suppose, mostly steeped in nostalgia. But then we sort of, there's a great fit because he kind of, he understood all of that. Um and admittedly, our, our sort of uh, our love for Star Wars is really the a big binding thing. But just the the visual arts and stuff, and the fact that he was also into film. Thought, oh, look, there's a there's a here's another person who's kind of he's similar to me because I I have a day job and um, I'm not necessarily surrounded by creatives. I'm not, you know, technically in the industry as it were. I I work uh, off my own back, and uh, and here's a guy who's sort of I can see. Oh wow! Okay, he's he's sort of balancing all that stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. Um. I in fact, I was surprised to learn about his martial arts and the gym stuff and everything <laughs> as well. I was like, oh right, okay. Yeah. Oh, he like the number of times he was on these. Um, I guess in hindsight, it's probably crazy diets, but at the time, I thought it was super scientific because right. that's the way he does everything. Yeah. Possibly like crazy bulking up or, yeah. you know, like excessive protein and that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was always fascinating to me. And whatever he was doing, he was so deeply into it. Like yeah. with aliens, like you could ask him anything about the family dynamic. Yeah. And he knew those characters, like yeah. they were, you know, people he knew, Um, which I know that you say that about most kind of creators but even at the early stages yeah. before they had a face you yeah. know it's kind of like when they were in utero for everyone else yeah. he, he he had the personalities before he had the face and that was really really interesting to me that that is um that is fascinating do you think that they i mean what, what do you think he was pulling that from do you think purely from his mind or did you was there a reference did he ever talk about where these characters came from I think, um, and if I remember correctly, yeah. I think he, he presented them as just sort of coming to them, to him. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that he had such a cachet mm. of science fiction um, that he'd seen and uh, just sort of uh, was in his memory without even yeah. realizing he was accessing it. Yeah. He kind of took the best families from space and yeah. you know like i mean he he watched everything from mystery science theater to lost yeah. in space yeah. to yeah. you yeah. know we were both massive red dwarf fans but it was yeah. always like the family dynamic that 
he was drawn to, which is yeah. why he created the family in the end. And I think he wanted to go a little bit more lost in space than, yeah. um, than you know, because it, it's not very, it's not so much like operatic like Star Wars or mm. anything like that. It is more of a, the family drama in space, which I, I really yeah. liked. Yeah, I mean, you can see the Star Wars influences, but he was quite, it seems like he was quite sparing with them, which is what, which is the right way to go, I think. Um, yeah. Where he, he used the odd sort of visual cue that referenced it. But um, yeah, I think Ben mentioned sort of Star Trek, um, which you, yeah, you do see. But uh, I didn't think of the Lost in Space, actually. That that really, I think that probably works a bit better than the Star Trek thing being, being the family. But uh yeah, he, he, the guy certainly had an imagination. Um, yeah, and the character design itself. Like, yeah. No one makes aliens like that. Like that you know, no. like it's part children's TV, yeah. part, I, I don't know. And it doesn't look like graphic novels and it doesn't look like anything else. It's, yeah. uh, But there's something very tactile and three-dimensional about them, which is, hmm. of course, he was a three-dimensional animator. Yeah. Um, it really does look like someone's been thinking of them in 3D, not 2D, and then making them 3d yeah right yeah i think lots of bubbles <laughs> yeah exactly all the textures and stuff and, th and that's probably yeah that's interesting you say you know they was thinking of them in three dimensions it kind of harks back to i guess his initial thought process with the characters themselves and so much that they were probably quite real to him you know maybe there, there was probably a point where they became real you know he yeah. was living with these guys and then he just needed somebody to sort of sculpt them out, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And he had very good skills himself. Yeah. But he was wise to go with Gaia because they had an amazing relationship. And hmm. she was, I mean, it was it was very much about him that although he could have done them himself, yeah. he, he went with Gaia. Gaia, I mean, Gaia does everything from sculpture to creating tattoos to yeah. you name it okay. she's very much a visual artist who then mm -hmm. came into cgi right. and i think she taught herself in like sort of three weeks and then went and worked to ardman or something she Bloody was one hell. of those <laughs> yeah wow. exactly she just sat down and learned the software yeah um, and uh yeah and she had so she had that kind of uh 3d mentality as well so yeah. um so yeah he drew on her strengths and he made her feel confident and uh yeah. You know, they they base they were able to sort of tap into a place for both of them where there were no egos. It was just purely about yeah. making this world, and yeah. both of them completely lost in it. It was fabulous. Oh, I can imagine. Um, so, Catherine, is there? Yeah, but... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, working out here, um, mm. you don't get to see that as much. <laughs> Do you not? Lot... No, I mean, you, you, everything's a lot more sort of business and laid out mm. and there is a lot more politics to it, whereas Elliot would kind of create this environment um, where it was sort of politics-free. Right, okay. Almost academic, it sounds to me, like if you were at yeah. university or, or college or whatever, and, you know, you just, <laughs> there's nothing sort of constraining you, right? You just, you kind of just go for it. Yeah, like maybe like, you know, the Tolkien group where they used to go and tell stories after Oxford and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah maybe something like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I wish I could have been... Um... A part of it, I'm a little envious that I missed out on all the stuff because I only met Elliot like what four years ago now, I think five years ago. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I feel like, well, I did, <laughs> I did miss out on a big chunk, but um, 
is there anywhere that we can see this behind the scenes stuff? Because I've only seen the film itself. You know, I think there must be. Hmm. And um, I will have to go through my, uh, well, everything. My okay. Oh, God, okay. Yeah, try and, try and figure it out. I have a lot of hard drives left still in the UK. I didn't yeah. bring them all over. Okay. And if I have it on hard drives, it's out there. Okay. Um, I'm not sure when I'm next back in the UK, but I worked with someone else and I'm going to try and track her down and see okay. if uh, she's in, firstly still in the UK and if so, if she's still got the stuff. I'm wondering oh. if there's also somewhere online it went. I remember it was on Vimeo. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, I'll have another fish, um, a fish around. I, I appreciate you taking the time out to basically trawl through God knows how much information to find this stuff. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it, it's it's funny because I've been looking through his emails and I remember how very short and funny he could be, yeah. and he sort of skipped all of the the like sort of the niceties and got right to the heart right of it. To the point. That, right. That's really how I remember him is skipping to the heart of everything and getting there very fast. Yeah, yeah. I I might publish some of our conversations about stuff. I mean, um, yeah, they were yeah they were quite funny the guy's sense of humor was just uh yeah he had like all these random pictures on his phone like that he would use as responses to like crap that i would be saying and, and they were just so <laughs> surreal there was all, there was stuff like oh god i'm trying to remember now um there was like alan partridge type pictures and they weren't they weren't even memes yeah they were like they were just perfect sort of photo responses so it'd be a picture of something from pop culture that perfectly fit what yeah. i just said and i'm like man a this guy is super quick right because he yeah. it wasn't like I'd, I'd i'd message him then he'd go away for like a day or or 20 minutes or whatever and then come back it was like in real time in that thread i'm like why do you have a picture of this thing on your <laughs> phone he's like you know in case i need him uh, such yeah. as now i was like oh right well, okay, that's uh, that makes sense actually, but yeah. it was quite weird. He he did have he did sort of think in pictures, and he yeah. had this kind of catalogue in his brain and an incredible memory, which yeah. a lot of Star Wars fans have. I mean, they all have that very categorical. Help yeah. me out here. Uh, uh, <laughs> memory. Oh man. And, uh, <laughs> I think I was going the wrong place there. I think I was going no. categorical, but that's not that's not right. No, no, no. no. Uh, so, so yeah. So, but he he's worked with words and pictures, yeah. and the way he would tie them together was always um, really entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entertaining is the word. Um, Catherine, uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us today. Uh, speak to no. me rather. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure thinking about Elliot, and yeah. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know how to sign off, but uh, it's always <laughs> it's it's always odd. I've never done anything like this before, um, and it's weird talking about somebody who's not here. Um, yeah, he's not here to defend himself at all. No, exactly, exactly. I remember we were supposed to record actually. Um, shortly before you know he fell ill because he was yeah. he adored uh the new blade runner film and so i was like okay let's yeah let's talk about it man let's talk about the <laughs> the, the sound design and he, he he talked that's one of the things i loved was he was just absolutely passionate about like yeah. so many things um 
and you could just really get into a meaty conversation with him about stuff. But more often than not, I say meaty, it was him providing the meat. You know, I, I was sat there sort of learning. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like I'm in class. I should be taking notes. Um, yeah, he, he was wonderful. Um, if you do manage to find that stuff, if I do manage to find that, uh, the Vimeo behind-the-scenes footage, I will um, post a link with this episode. So hopefully, if you're listening to this right now, there is a link somewhere in that description that will take you to, uh, to that footage. Yes, and if I find any drawings or anything as well, mm -hmm. I will send you anything that I can find that's um, relevant. Yeah, please do. That would be wonderful. Okay. Uh, Catherine, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And that concludes this two-part uh, special. Um, celebrating uh, the life of our dear friend, Elliot Ashton. Uh, today's March 18th. Uh, and today is his birthday. Anyway, thank you, um, massive, massive thank you to uh, Ben, uh, Ben McLeod and Catherine Taylor for doing this. I hope you guys um, all enjoyed listening. I hope Ben and Catherine enjoyed recording. Um, it's just been nice uh, sort of getting to know more of Elliot's, uh, Elliot's friends. If you um, want to see some of Elliot's work, uh, the things that you know, so you used to make him tick, and the things that um, he enjoyed, you can you can find uh, you can find his work online. You can I think you can go to um, probably go onto Facebook. Uh, he's part of Creative Block. That's B L O C, uh, an art movement, an art group um, out of I think yeah East London. So I believe they're on they're on Instagram, and probably find it online. Uh, you can follow his Elliot's. Uh, uh, Star Wars related exhibitions that he used to do. There's loads of stuff uh, on his Star Wars uh, Instagram account. Um, there's a uh, you know his uh, endeavors uh, with the whole Stuart Freeborn plaque, sort of commemorating uh, Freeborn, uh, the, the the Yoda sculptor, the original Yoda sculptor, uh, commemorating his work and stuff. You can find uh, Elliot's endeavors, and there's, there's a few articles online and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, um, unfortunately we couldn't find the behind-the-scenes stuff, so uh, as I sort of mentioned in this episode, I was hoping to post uh, some links and whatnot. Uh, I don't have those yet, but uh, I don't know, watch this space, that maybe um, maybe that stuff will resurface, or surface. Um, but anyway, the Attack, Attack of the Aliens, a short film, that's there, that's on Vimeo. Um, and I've posted links to that on previous episodes, so you can find that stuff there. And, uh, yeah, I just um, wanted to say, you know, uh, thanks. Thanks for taking me to that Lego thing. You know, build the Millennium Falcon thingy at Hamley's. That was really cool. Um, thanks for letting me be a part of your show, Star Wars. Back in, uh, what was it, 20... 14, I think, 2013, 2014, I forget now. And yeah, just uh, thanks for all the conversation, the laughs. Um, thanks for everything. I don't know, I guess this will be like a final final farewell to you, mate. Anyway, um, bye, Elliot.